As you know, we've been talking about the gospel shoes and preparation as we go out. And this little, I think that's, it's also in the, I think there's an addition to the bulletin in a bigger format, if you find that hard to read. And it's all typed up. Some of these have been written. <clears throat> so what we do tonight, as a last session in this, under this verse, in the armour of the Lord, is go through a couple of these. And what you can do is to, um, well, all you have to remember, if you want to use one or two or write these in, your, in the Bible, is the first verse. If you just find the first verse, then you can write next to that the next one, and the next to the next one, the next one, until you get there. So you can, yep, thanks. You can follow them through, follow the, the th thought through, and you know which one you're looking at next. Um, <clears throat> let's pray and ask the Lord to direct us as we go through so, a couple of these. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for the Word of God. It's quick and powerful and sharp than any two-edged sword, and it can be used to divide asunder, soul and spirit, joints and marrow. Lord, the intents of the thoughts, Lord, we thank you that your Word is powerful. It's used by the Holy Spirit to bring us to conviction, converting us, our souls, Lord. I pray that, Lord, we would be able to use the sword wisely and use the Scriptures to speak to, for you to speak to people, Lord, as we sow the seed and win souls for your glory. We pray and ask your blessing on our study tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> okay, we'll do the John, the John Road. So let's turn to John chapter 3 and verse 18. You don't have to write them in tonight. You can write them in if you want to write anything in. When you have time there, do it, do it neatly. <clears throat> Unless a person realizes they're lost, they don't need to be. They then see their need to be saved, and so <clears throat> that is one of the first things. Now, what will there be objection? No, I'm okay. I haven't done anything wrong. You have you lied? Have you cheated? Have you? And, you know, I know it's getting personal, but <laughs> have you seen? You know, did you disobey your parents when you were younger? And I mean, everybody should recognise that they have sinned at some occasion and many if they realise the Bible and what it says about sin. Chapter 3, verse 18, He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he hath not believed on the only, well, believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation that light is come into the world, men love darkness, rather than light because their deeds are evil. And uh, you can show them from that that the sin that they have committed is that they've rejected the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's uh, he's made the provision, and this is a condemnation. We're all under condemnation. You might be able to find another one that you'd prefer to start with in showing them that they are sinners. Chapter 3 and verse 36 of the Gospel, Gospel of John. He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life and he that believeth not the son shall not see life but what does it say the wrath of god abideth on him this is judgment for sin 
And the wrath of God abideth on him that has not believed. It's there all the time. You can use other references, you know, in, in John that refer to that. Um, <clears throat> but there is one. He's under condemnation. And we must receive life from God by faith through the Lord Jesus but before that wrath does not abide on us. It's there all the time. And John 3.16 Christ died for our sins, did he not? And there's one, that'd be good to start on that one because everyone knows that one, but it's a, next in the line of thought. Christ died for our sins. You are a sinner. You will be judged for your sins. You're under condemnation. And Christ died for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And that's a promise, isn't it? And um, The youth, it was the youth group, wasn't it? Pastor Smith went through that and um, gave the different things, that it, the, 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 the twins, the, the things that go together. Um, the words that tie together in that. I think I wrote it down somewhere. <laughs> Did, here we go. <laughs> God and Son. Okay, I'll see if I've got it. There, that's it. Love and gave. And world and whosoever. Believe and have. I'm just checking you now. <laughs> everlasting life and perish and so the, the twins that go together in that verse and he said that someone wrote that down who was that anyone know that where that quote was from but that you know, goes goes well together if you want that Monique's got it in her head <laughs> so no quoted hmm? Baxter, was it? Okay. Sidlow Baxter. <clears throat> so there's a few more than young people there <laughs> as others were listening in. So Christ died for our sins, John 3.16. Accept Christ as Saviour. Can you think of that one? It comes after the Lord said, you know, he, he came to his own and his own received him not. And then it says, but as many as received him, to them gave you power to become the sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name. Accept Christ by faith as Saviour. 1 verse 12. Um, <clears throat> and then next to that one you could write the assurance and security that we have. And this is definitely given in John in loud terms. <laughs> in When the Lord's talking about being our good shepherd. The only shepherd. The chief shepherd. Here toward the conclusion of that thought in 10 verse 28 and I give unto them eternal life and they shall never perish that's assurance isn't it neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand the father who gave them to me is greater than all and no man is able to pluck them out of my father's hand and so <clears throat> that is security and there's hope and the Lord didn't leave his disciples without hope when he gave them John 14 verses 1 to 6. 
you believe in God, believe in me, in my Father's house are many mansions. Now this goes along with assurance and security, doesn't it? <laughs> if it were not so, I would have told you, I go prepare a place for you. So there's the hope of heaven for those that believe. And you've already told them of the, the hope of the unsaved. That's condemnation. That's the, under the wrath of God. And so there's a, a plan now. You know what would be better? Because you probably won't have your Bible when you're talking to someone. What is it better to do? Memorize. Memorize one of these or a couple of these different ones. So, and, and God knows that you're using his word and it's, that's the power of God unto salvation. That's what the Holy Spirit uses. We can come up with our own arguments and our own logic and reasonings, but this is a... That. Let's go to the Romans 1, which is probably one you've heard before. That's the last one we've got on the list here. And uh, <laughs> if you want to tell people that their sin is Romans... Chapter 3 is certainly the chapter of the Bible that brings us under condemnation. And in fact, you find it's not quite the same spelt out there in the book of Isaiah. And Paul is quoting it, adding to it, and he could because he's giving this under inspiration. Chapter 3, verse 10 through to 12 says, As it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. That's you, me, and everyone. Now, you might like to put Romans 3.23 as the first in this list, but this is the way we've been written here. There is none that understandeth, there is none that seeketh after God. They are all gone out of the way. They are together become unprofitable. There is none that doeth good. No, not one. That's pretty conclusive, is it? Isn't it? And verse 23, and this is the one that people will just use that, and you can memorize or quote only the ones you seem necessary, or when talking to a person that's asking about these things. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And in the, when it says all, how many is that? <laughs> it's everyone. The person you're talking to, the Queen of England, or the pauper on the street. And so that. We have all sinned. And then chapter 6 and verse 23. For the, it talks about the wages, Doug, yes, the wages of his death. But the gift of God is eternal life. But the gift of God. And so there's judgments for sin. The wages of sin is death. And the Christ died for our sins, chapter 5 and verse 8, tells us, But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. There you go. And the, the thought is clearly and plainly put. Probably the Romans one is the most clear in each of the verses, I think, I think it is, of, of, of expressing the thought that we have here. And... And the next one particularly. <laughs> now how do I become a Christian? That question was asked by the Philippian jailer, wasn't it? Sirs, what must I do to be saved? Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. We haven't got an Acts 1 here, have we? No. <laughs> but here in Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. See, a lot of persons will have 
things another another way to be saved. <laughs> and what is the the one that you probably have to defend against the most? The, what what other ways do th- people think they can become Christians? Good works. Good works is the chief one, isn't it? And that's most religions too. Yes. There, okay, their way. <laughs> and they condemn you for looking at any other ways. <laughs> but that, well, that's just their way, isn't it? That's not God's way. Well, they might have the yeah, that's right. To be fair, Dinkum. And the independent Baptists have some people like that too. Mm-hmm. The Baptist bride people. It's their way or no way. <laughs> well, it's their way or you're not. In the bride, you're just a friend of the bridegroom. <laughs> but that, that puts it simply, doesn't it? Mm. You know, where does it say church membership? Where does it say baptism? Where does it say works in that verse? Nowhere. Thief on the cross again, illustrated. You know, it's, uh, he believed. He didn't to start with, but he did by the end of it. And that he, today thou shalt be with me in paradise. Remember me when you come in your kingdom. And if a person is seeking, and we use this at the old people's home today, if a person is seeking the Lord, fair dinkum and for real, will God show himself to them somehow? Absolutely. Yep. Seek and you will find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. The seeker God will give them. And it can start with the revelation of the skies. and you know, it, In, in um, Psalm chapter 19, and the seeking soul will find satisfaction, will find the Lord and hear. And it would to God that every, every church in inverted things would be able to say, this is it. Confess and believe, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Now, repentance is the one that we've talked of in, and we haven't got a reference in each of this, books down for that but we have here one for Romans chapter 2 and verse 4 Romans 2 and verse 4 despisest thou the riches of his goodness and forbearance not and long-suffering not knowing that the goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance we've already covered that they are sinners and there's judgments for sin and they must repent um, so accept Christ by faith and repentance that goes along with that and there's, I don't know if there's other references in the book of Acts Peter and Corinthians and Timothy that are beside on that one that was printed out the, the bigger one that was printed on the weekend I think, I, I think they were included somewhere on the side um, <clears throat> and then assurance is there assurance in the book of Romans? there certainly is isn't there? Romans chapter 8 and verse 1 there is therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. And there is other references in that very chapter back toward the end of chapter 8 35 what who shall separate us from the love of Christ shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword as it is written for thy sake we are killed all the day long we are more than conquerors through him that loved us and so there's this that's given there 
about assurance. Now about hope, about hope, it's in chapter 5. And the verses there that contain the hope, they're also in chapter 8, in verse 23 to 25, in Romans 5. <clears throat> Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation works, worketh patience, and patience experience, and experience hope. The more troubles you get, the more hope you have. <laughs> if you want your hope to grow, if you pray for your hope to grow in the Lord, what might come? Tribulation. Because... <laughs> Yeah, something that hasn't can't be tested, can't be yeah, faith that can't be tested, can't be trusted, <laughs> and so our hope grows. And um, the more aches and pains we get, the more hope we <laughs> grows in our Christian life. And, and hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost is given unto us. And uh, it, it, we 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 have experiences we go through that we can share with others. Our hope grows. And it's not ashamed, and it's shed abroad um, by the Holy Ghost who's given unto us. And so that's the Romans road. I've got a clock now. <laughs> I can't say I don't know what the time is and go on. <laughs> yeah. But um, the, the Hebrews one is a lot of the, them in the same chapter as you notice to start with in chapter 10. That's um, one and Revelation, if you want to really get severe, <laughs> the Revelation road, because that's the concluding book and it tells you the finality of it all and the final, the final outcome of everything in, when you're hovering in chapter 20 and 21 that, that starts with there. Uh, <clears throat> now, they accept Christ by faith in Revelation 3.20 that I know, you know, <laughs> behold, I stand at the door and knock if any man will open the door. I'll come and stop with him. So <clears throat> we need to open the door. I know it's in context talking about the church there at Laodicea, but it can make, make an application there of our sinners that need to be saved. And does Revelation give hope, although it's a, a very judge uh, book on judgment, but does it give hope? Well, certainly it does. Look at the last chapters of the Bible uh, of Revelation. It talks about heaven. It describes heaven. It gives you know, what it's like in heaven. You've never walked a golden street, you can say, but look, there is golden streets in heaven. There is a hope for the soul. So, First John wrote Isaiah. And what If you're talking to a person and you realise they're a certain nationality, you could use Isaiah. What, what nationality would be good to use in the book of Isaiah? Jewish people, yeah. Jewish people. If um, they've got a kipper on, <laughs> you, you know... And, you, and if they're dressed in certain ways, you can tell an Orthodox Jew, even if you're in Australia, if they dress like they do over there. 